Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, a program provided by Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee emphasized the experience of Christ as life and the practical oneness of the believers. He was unbending in his conviction that God's goal is not narrow sectarianism, but the body of Christ. Through his messages in these life studies, he stressed the importance for us to grow in life and to function as Christians so that the body can build itself up. We're happy to bring you recorded portions from his ministry today, along with some of our own thoughts. And we welcome your comments and questions. You can reach us toll-free at 888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 888-543-3788. Now let's join today's program. It was recently reported that reading the Bible is at an all-time low. The reason given by most people for not reading the Bibles that they own is that they simply don't understand the Bible. While we've all experienced not being able to understand the Bible from time to time, many of the Old Testament books are difficult. But when we're given the keys to unlock the marvelous types and pictures that are given to us in the Old Testament, it becomes a brand new book. More of those keys are waiting for us today as we come to another tremendous life study of the Bible with Witness Lee. And joining us once again for our own discussion of these remarkable passages is Ed Marks. Ed, it's a joy to be able to bring these incredible messages to the hungry people of God, isn't it? Chris, it really is. And I agree with you that these messages on Exodus are are really incredible. And I think we will see a marvelous picture of Christ in his heavenly priesthood and what he's doing today to carry out his heavenly ministry. Well, Ed, of late we have been talking about the general topic of the tabernacle. Now, specifically, we're looking at the priests that served in the tabernacle and even more specifically the garments that the priests wore in this tabernacle service. Last week, we touched this matter of the breastplate that the high priest wore on the front of his garment that was attached to the ephod. We've really been talking about these two rather mysterious things, the Urim and Thummim. And as we are going to hear Witness Lee use these words in a few minutes, they're a little tough to understand, but let me say them one more time slowly. Urim and Thummim, critical portions of the priestly garment. Let me read you a verse today that we're going to touch in Exodus chapter 28, verse 30. And you shall put in the breastplate of judgment the Urim and the Thummim, and they shall be on Aaron's heart when he goes in before Jehovah. And Aaron shall bear the judgment of the children of Israel on his heart before Jehovah continually. We've seen a little about these two added pieces to the breastplate, but we're going to examine them in a lot more detail today. Let's review a little bit, Ed, about what we've seen so far concerning the breastplate and the Urim and Thummim. Well, Chris, this is very significant. Uh, The first thing I'd like to point out is, Aaron here was the high priest, and we know from the book of Hebrews that Christ is our high priest. He's the reality of the type of Aaron. And he, with Aaron, Aaron had a breastplate on when he went into the Holy of Holies to contact God. He had a breastplate. On this breastplate were four rows of precious stones with three stones in each row. 
In other words, he went into the Holy of Holies to contact God with 12 precious stones on his breast. Each of these stones bore a name of a tribe of the children of Israel. In other words, all the 12 tribes were inscribed on those 12 stones. Well, this is very meaningful, Chris, because what this means is that when Aaron went in to contact God in the Holy of Holies, he went in with all God's people on his breast. Now, it's the same with the Lord Jesus. He has us on his breast as a breastplate. We are his people collectively. We are on his breast. He is caring for us in love, and he is always living to intercede for us. Now, this breastplate with the stones, Chris, what it signifies is the church with all the believers built up as one entity. We know that when we got regenerated, according to 1 Peter 2, we became living stones. As we're being transformed, we're becoming precious stones. And as those precious stones, we are built up as one entity to be the church, and the Lord is bearing us on his breast, always living to intercede for us. Now, Chris, the Urim and the Thummim, what does this mean? Well, let's talk about the Thummim first. This word Thummim means perfectors or completers. There's a book written by a person named David Barron. The title of it is The Ancient Scriptures and the Modern Jew. In that book, there's a wonderful appendix containing an article on the Urim and the Thummim. Very helpful. He points out that Thummim means perfectors or completers. What does this mean when we define this word Thummim? Well, with the 12 names of the 12 tribes on those 12 stones, with all of those 12 stones there, there's 18 letters of the Hebrew alphabet. Well, the entire Hebrew alphabet is composed of 22 letters. The completion of the Hebrew alphabet, those remaining four letters, comes from the Thummim. The Thummim was something inserted on the breastplate to complete the Hebrew alphabet. Urim means lights or illuminators. Now, the Urim was inserted into the breastplate to illuminate the 12 stones. What happened when the high priest went into the Holy of Holies? The stones were illuminated. So this breastplate was like a heavenly, divine, spiritual typewriter. When the high priest went into the presence of God, God used this breastplate to spell out words, phrases, and sentences. And this was the way the high priest got a word from God for God's people. And it was through this word, by means of these illuminators on this, what we would call this heavenly typewriter, the Lord's people would get guidance and the Lord's people would receive judgment on all the negative things that didn't match God's life and nature. So this is the significance of the breastplate with the Urim and the Thummim, Chris, and we'll see more as Brother Lee shares. The verse we read points out that it was Aaron initially that wore this breastplate with the 12 stones with the Urim and the Thummim inserted into the Holy of Holies. But the actual function didn't come out until some time later. At the time that Aaron and Moses were present and leading the children of Israel, when God had something to say to the people, he spoke directly to Moses. Of course, we know that. But after the passing on of Moses and Aaron, 
then the Urim and the Thummim really came into their function with the high priest, who at that time then was Aaron's son, Eliezer. So there's a background. I think our listeners can jump right in now and pick up these very rich, mysterious points in the book of Exodus. Let's go to Witness Lee. By the study of the garment of the priest, we all would have seen that the most mysterious thing on the uh, priestly garment is the Urim and Dummy. We need a lot of time to study all the types in uh, Exodus and in Leviticus and in the following two books, Numbers and Deuteronomy, are types of Christ. This is the principle. This Christ is not only the individual Christ, but also the corporate Christ. In other words, all the times in uh, the uh, Pentateuch are times of Christ with the church. Amen. We have seen the breastplate on the ephod. Tifa's Christ with the church. The ephod is the expression of Christ. The breastplate is just a clear type of the church. So tonight, I would try the best to study the Urim and Zemin according to Old Testament and also to apply it according to today's need. Urim means light, illuminators, and Zemin means computers, perfectors. And these two added to the breastplate make the breastplate the plate of judgment. Urim Zemin have been applied to the high priest. Uh, after both Aaron and Moses died, Joshua came into the position to take the lead among the children of Israel. Yet, God didn't speak to him as to Moses. And that kind of face-to-face speaking was terminated. Then God asked Moses to tell Joshua that if he wanted to know God's will, God's leading, how to go up, and so forth, he had to go to the priest. By that time, after Aaron did, his son, Eliezer, became the high priest. Joshua had to go to Eliezer to uh, receive the revelation of God's will by using Urim and Zemim. Well, Ed, we've seen that the Urim and the Thummim were two additional stones or articles, items, added to the breastplate in addition to the 12 stones that were there to represent all of God's redeemed people. There's a good story in Joshua chapter 7 that illustrates very well the function of the Urim and Thummim. Tell us that story, Ed, and how we see them applied here. Yes, Chris, and again, you know, we pointed out that David Barron in this book, The Ancient Scriptures and the Modern Jew, he applies this matter of the breastplate to this situation in Joshua 7 with the sin of Achan. Of course, the children of Israel, they had a marvelous victory at Jericho. 
Then they went to fight at a town called Ai, and they had a terrible defeat. And the reason why they had this defeat is because there was one Israelite among all the Israelites that disobeyed God, and his name was Achan. So this is referred to as the sin of Achan. The high priest used the breastplate to find out who this person was. All the stones were lit up by the Urim, but the stone for the tribe of Judah became dark, so they knew this person was from Judah. Not only did they find the tribe, eventually they found the person by the letters of those stones that were darkened, spelling out words to the high priest. And again, we pointed out that this breastplate is like a spiritual and heavenly typewriter. The stones on this breastplate signify the church. Now, the way to apply this is that for us to get a message from God to God's people, we need to be able to read God's people, signified by the stones on the breastplate. And just to give an example, when Paul wrote his epistle to Corinth, he read the saints in Corinth. All the negative situations there were actually the stones darkening, the stones signifying the saints, some becoming backslidden, some becoming distracted from Christ, some entering into lawsuits. He read the situation of the saints in the presence of God, and it was by that reading that he got infused with a living message to build up the church there. That's the application of this situation. And for us, of course, we don't have Paul's measure, but as we're enjoying the Lord and we're praying for certain ones, the Lord infuses us with an insight into their situation, and together with God we can read them and read their situation and supply them with a word from the Lord that will be just what they need. That leads in really well to this section we're coming to. It was the high priest that was qualified to wear the breastplate with the Urim and Thummim. You just said the application is for us to be able to read God's people, to have the right speaking for them. So there is something here about the qualification of the person, the priest, able to wear the breastplate. That's our subject in this next section. Let's go back to Witness Lee. In Deuteronomy 33, these three verses, 8 through 10, we are told what can person can be used for the uh, Urim and Dumming revelation? Number one, they should be God's godly ones. They are not only holy, but they are godly. Then, verse 9 of Deuteronomy 33, we are told these dear ones who are godly. They had a good relationship with their folks, with their parents, with their brother, and with their children before God. Because they are for God, and they are one with God. Even the, the parents, even the brother, even the children were not separating them from God. They were really one with God. Then, in the third verse, verse 10 of the same chapter, we are told there are persons burning the burnt offerings and burning the incense. In the outer court, they offered burnt offerings. And within the tabernacle, they burn the incense. God often smelled 
the good odor from the burnt offering. And even the more, God received from the incense within the tabernacle a sweet smelling of the fragrance. Both are types of Christ. And these godly ones always offer Christ to God as a burnt offering and always the burnt incense. That means they offer Christ to God as the sweet incense. If we are really one with God, we have to be this kind of person. And as we've mentioned already, the New Testament reveals that all of God's redeemed people all the saved ones are actually the priests. There's not a special class of priests among believers, among Christians. But the ones who were able to wear the Urim and Thummim did have some certain qualifications. What were those qualifications, Ed, and how can we be such people? Well, Chris, this is significant, and what we need to see is what the Scriptures mention leading up to this matter of the Urim and the Thummim and their function on the breastplate. The stones on the breastplate are precious stones. This indicates transformation. This means that if we are going to be priests who bear people in the presence of God, pray for people, get a word from the Lord, get infused with his speaking so that we can minister God into those people, every day we need to be in the process of transformation. And Chris, just practically in 2 Corinthians 3.18, it tells us, that we're being transformed from glory to glory. But the key is in verse 16. Verse 16 says, whenever the heart turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away, and then we're beholding the Lord with an unveiled face, and we're being transformed from glory to glory. By our turning our heart to the Lord in prayer and in an atmosphere of prayer, we can be transformed. Also, the second thing, Chris, is we need Christ inscribed into our being. We need him written into our being. All the stones on the breastplate had an inscription on them. The names of the 12 tribes were there. Well, 2 Corinthians 3.3 tells us that as believers, we need to be a letter of Christ. Christ needs to be inscribed in us with the spirit of the living God as the ink. Every day we need to open ourselves to the Lord so that he can write himself on us so that we become the letters of Christ, and then people can read Christ in us. And then the third thing, Chris, is we need to be in fellowship with other believers so that we can be built up with those believers as one entity, just like the stones were one entity on the breastplate. This signifies the built-up church. It's these three items that qualify us to be priests, bearing the Lord's children in the presence of God, so that we can supply them with the riches of Christ. Ed, I want to go back to the initial definitions you gave regarding the Urim and Thummim that uh, we've received from this book by David Barron. And that is illuminator or light for the Urim and the perfecter, completer for the Thummim. Those are terms that are all ascribed to our dear Lord Jesus in the New Testament. So as types in the Old Testament, surely these things have to be pointing at Christ. Let's go back to Witness Lee. What is the uh, meaning in typology of Urim and Demi? In principle, they must be types of Christ. 
Urim and Thummim are types of Christ. It's quite interesting. Why two pieces? Again, you could see these number two indicates that Christ is the witness, the testimony. Two, Christ is both Urim and Thummim. This means Christ as the means for God to speak to us is a testimony. He is a living witness. In the book of Revelation, he himself says he is the faithful witness. Christ is Urim. They are light, the illuminators. No doubt Christ is the light. And he is the illuminator. Even he himself told us that he is the light. In the epistles, Paul told us also that Christ shines over us. Christ enlightens us. And this Urim has oil with it. And that oil was burned by the fire from the altar. And you have to know the fire from the altar came from God in the heavens. So that fire was a divine fire, a heavenly fire. And this fire burned the uh, oil to give the light. This is quite meaningful. Christ, as the uh, illuminator, surely has the spirit, the oil. This spirit was still burning through the cross of Christ. And today, Christ, as the illuminator, is shining through the burning spirit. You check with your own experience. At times, you did have the experience of Christ shining in you. Through all the years, you have had this kind of experience of Christ shining in you, just working through the Spirit and also through the cross. In your understanding, you realize Christ was there in your experience and the life-giving Spirit was burning there and the cross was also working there. The cross, the spirit, and Christ, all the three were there in your experience of Christ as the shining light. Brother Ed, the Urim and the Thummim both have a unique function, but together they present a marvelous picture of Christ, don't they? Yes, Chris, really marvelous picture. Well, we don't have time to cover them both today. We'll have to wait until tomorrow to see the Thummim. But let's look a little bit, at least, at the Urim as a type of Christ, the real light, the real illuminator, the shining one who alone is able to illuminate us inwardly. From this type, Ed, what do we see about the nature of the light that is embodied in Christ? Well, Chris, this is such a wonderful picture. As we point out, the Urim was inserted into the breastplate as a light, as an illuminator to light up the 12 stones on the priest's breastplate. This signifies Christ as the light of the world. Thank the Lord that he is in us as the unique light in this universe. 
Now, this Urim contained oil that was burning with fire from the altar in the outer court. Now, the oil signifies the spirit, and the fire from the altar signifies the cross. That's where the offerings were offered up, signified Christ as the unique offering on the cross. This shows, Chris, that Christ burns in us and illumines us through the spirit and through the cross. On the one hand, when we spend time with the Lord, he illumines us, he enlightens us, and he himself as light, he shines in us, he supplies us, he heals us, he enlightens us. On the other hand, as the divine light shining in our being, that light also kills all the negative things in our being. That's the operation of the cross in our being. So this is wonderful, Chris. As we spend time with the Lord in the Word and in fellowship with other believers, we enjoy the operation of the Spirit within us to supply us with all that God is and the operation of the cross within us to kill all the negative things in our being so that we can be Christ's pure expression. Quite a picture. The Urim and the Thummim. You don't hear a lot of Christian commentary on these things. They are somewhat mysterious. It's not that no one has touched them, but uh, people tend, I think, to back away because they seem so mysterious. But we're really seeing there's a definite practical application for us, the New Testament believers, in these items, isn't there? Yes, Chris. I just think this is marvelous that the Lord would open up the intrinsic significance of the breastplate to us so that we can enter deeper into the experience of our precious Lord Jesus. Please join us again tomorrow. We're coming back and looking at the Urim and Thummim, particularly the Thummim, next time. Uh, be with us for that. Today, for Ed Marks, I'm Chris Wilde. Thank you very much for listening. Are you enjoying this program online or on a smartphone right now? Did you know there's much more from Living Stream Ministry that you can carry with you? Go to lsm.org slash ePublications to discover all that we have available for your tablet, e-reader, or smartphone. We support Kindle, Nook, iSilo, and ePub formats, which means you can read this ministry on any PC, Mac, Android, Palm, Blackberry, Sony, or Linux device. Everything from the recovery version of the Bible to the complete life study messages and a vast array of other titles by Witness Lee and Watchman Nee are now just a touch away. The Word of God is rich and weighty, but now you can take it with you wherever you go. Again, the website, lsm.org slash ePublications. Thanks for listening today.